Technology is making the world a smaller place. And so today, businesses of all sizes can compete globally. Thinking about putting your toes in the global marketplace? Then this episode is for you. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. You know, most business owners think that international marketing is really something that only big companies can do. But that's not true. There's an opportunity these days with the online market for even small business owners to think about selling their product globally. And to dive into that subject, I've invited Wendy McKenzie Peace to join us. She's the owner and president of Rapport International, a Metro West Boston translation and interpretation services company specializing in marketing, legal, medical, life science translations. She's worked with hundreds of companies throughout her career to help them communicate across more than 200 languages and cultures. Wendy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me today, Lorraine. It's a pleasure to speak with you. It's lovely to have you here. And I was wondering whether you were going to greet me in English or one of the 200 <laughs> languages. <laughs> ah, buenos dias, buongiorno. Uh, yeah, guten tag. <laughs> That's true. I should do that with every every time, come up with a different one. I certainly know a ton. <laughs> You know, the fact that you could flip between those so easily, obviously you may or may not be proficient in all those languages, but just yeah. the fact that you could greet your audience, it really leads nicely into this conversation to get business owners thinking about how they might greet customers and present their businesses. Oh, absolutely. Yes. So I'm a small business owner. I have a product that would be applicable to someone in Denver as it is in Detroit or Denmark, how do I get started? Well, the first thing you do is go to my website and search grants, and then you can, it will take you to a page that will list out all the state agencies that give grants to help you export. So there's a name and phone number for the person there. They give you free money to do your translation and they give you free consulting to help you figure out what countries you want to go into and how do you make introductions and, and how do you learn about it? That, okay, that's brilliant because I don't think that most business owners realize their local business support organizations want them to be successful in the global marketplace and they're willing to put the money behind doing just that. Absolutely. And the reason they want to do it is our balance of trade is so far off. We import so much and then we send empty containers back around the world. And so the opportunity is huge for companies, small and mid-sized. I mean, the majority of exporters are small companies. We have one company that's under a million dollars in revenue. And then, no, we have numerous companies. I was going to give one example, but we have a number of them that are small companies. They're selling international. And the benefit is all the research shows that companies that export have higher revenues, higher uh, earnings, higher um, valuations, they pay higher salaries, they defend their domestic markets better. So there's so many reasons to export rather than just be afraid of it. Awesome. Are there product categories that people are obvious for global marketing? And then maybe let's talk about a few that 
you wouldn't necessarily think would work internationally. Yes. So the ones that obviously work internationally or any um, software as a service, that is a no brainer because you put a little translation on it. You're taking people through the whole buyer's journey to sign up for whatever you have. Ones that won't work are your local dry cleaner, your local car wash, your local, Mm -hmm. you know, something that's very local that is dependent. Now I didn't put restaurants in there because there's restaurants that are successful if they have a proprietary salsa or sauce or something like that, they can sell that online and they can go international with it. So are there, if I'm thinking about going and doing this online and I'm going to start translating my website, because I'm going to sell my product and I've got a grant, are there some do's and don'ts to translating my website so that it works in every language? There is one absolute no, no, (laughs) no, 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 no. If you learn one thing, don't use the Google Translate plugin on your website. It's a waste of time and energy and it can actually hurt you. So there's so many problems into that. I'm not going to get into, you can read my book or go to the website and uh, look for Google Translate and I'll get into the details or call me and I'll tell you. But don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. So then you think, well, if I do my website, it could be very expensive. And sometimes, you know, small companies have very big websites because they put a lot on there. And you oftentimes don't have to do your whole website. You can do a landing page that gives the important information. So you need the about us and you need the product or service description. And then you need to answer, you know, like there's probably five big questions that your clients always ask you that you want to answer on there. And then you want to have, you want to think through the buyer's journey of, okay, now that they've read it, what do they have to do? Now, if you're, if they can order online, that's easy. You can bring them through the whole process there. If it's something you really need to talk to them about, you can open, open a telephone interpreting account and just pay for the minutes that you're using an interpreter on the line. If you get emails, pop them into Google Translate and see what it says and see if it's junk mail or if it's something you have to reply to. So at that point, you can start getting, you know, a little looser. But anything you're absolutely putting out on your website, you know, do that. And then if you're just doing a landing page with the minimum amount of content to test it, um, you know, that can serve its purpose. I do also recommend using a high quality human, you know, a high quality translation and using a human to do it because you've got keywords in there, you've got messaging, you've got branding, and you want to make sure that person is not only fully bilingual, but they're also a marketing specialist. I ran into that long before the internet was really big, and it kind of shows how dated some of my marketing expertise is, but we were actually trying to set up a Spanish language version of a lot of our sales literature. Mm -hmm. And on the surface, that sounds easy. Get somebody who writes Spanish. But we ran into some real snags when we realized that the translations were very different from Florida, which where we were dealing with a community mostly of Cuban origin versus Texas and Southern California, where they were coming up, the the community we were working with was primarily Mexican. Mm -hmm. The slang and a lot of the conversational words really were different in much the way if you read something that's written by somebody from England, you understand it, but it sounds a little off. 
Right. Yeah. And so that really depends on where it's going to use. If you have a, an industrial product, you can get away with it. If I'm going online to buy an industrial product and they've got, you know, and, and I can read the English and it's British English, I might get away from it, get away with it. But, you know, if I'm going to buy a football jersey, it better have my home team on. <laughs> yeah. So that's the difference between globalized and localized. Absolutely. So what other tip besides spending the money to get a real human being so that the language sounds appropriate and that they understand marketing terms, is there anything else that I should think about as I'm starting out taking my product internationally? Yeah, so we have a framework that we recommend. First off, you have a strategy. So you just don't go out with your marketing materials or your website and say, okay, we want to translate this. I mean, that's starting with a tactic rather than a strategy. So once you have your corporate strategy, well, this is the market that we want to go after, and these are the reason why, and this is how we're going to measure for it. Then you come up with your marketing plan, identify your personas and your buyer's journey um, and where your target market is and what you're going to do to capture that. Um, and then, um, then you start thinking about your multilingual marketing strategy to support those strategies. Once you've got your strategies figured out, then you consider the process. So who am I going to have do it? What's the timing that I want to do? How am I going to manage it? How am I going to quality control it? All the process things. Then you think about technology. So um, you will go on uh, TripAdvisor um, or Airbnb, and they, they have leveraged technology for their reviews. So even if I'm reading it in English and somebody left a review in Russian or Chinese, I'd be able to get the gist mm -hmm. of was it horrible, plus I can look at the stars. Then you think about the quality. Okay, so right there, I've talked about your website needs to be high quality and you need to get somebody. Your reviews, yeah, sure, you can leverage some technology on there. And then there's translation memory. So if you translate something once, you don't want to have to translate it again. You want to reuse that translation. So we use it, we leverage some of that to keep glossaries and memories. And then, you know, so all of that, so you have strategy, process, technology, and quality to think through your process of how you're going to do that. Wendy, this has been great. And the time, it, it always just flows, but you, you really got a lot of great tips in there in a short period of time. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This has been really nice. I really want to encourage all of my listeners, if you're thinking that there might be an opportunity for you to join the global market, you really want to check out Wendy's website. Rapport Translations dot com and we have a ton of information on there and you can sign up for our tidbits if you like hearing about funny goofs and foreign words and cultural information and there'll be a link to both the website and her new book the language of global marketing in the show notes you can buy it on her website or on amazon.com if you've enjoyed today's episode be sure to look for mtfw wherever you listen to podcasts Look for more resources for your business at digitaltoolbox.club. This has been another episode.